0: Uh, hello, everybody. Uh, welcome to Taking the Stand with the Freedom Advocacy, Advocacy Network. Uh, my name is Maurice Root, and uh, I'm standing in for Herman Pretorius today, who is uh, in the Kruger Park, I believe, and I'm joined by Sarah Garden. Uh Today, we're going to be talking about um, a very important issue, and that is the possible postponement of the local government elections. So the IEC, the Independent Electoral Commission, is planning on going to court. That's a body... Who, which runs elections in South Africa, they are planning to go to court next week to apply for postponement of uh, the election. Uh, so can you tell us a bit about uh, why they want to do this and what is the likely outcome and so on?
1: Yeah, basically they want to do this because they say that th- their main premise is that because of COVID, um, it will be too risky. And if they push it out by four by four months, uh, which essentially is what they do, what they propose to do or asking to do, is that although the risks of from COVID itself will, are not e- any more determinable, um, what they're looking for is the fact that within the extra four months, people will be vaccinated to the point of herd immunity. Um, I think there's uh, an assumption being made there that a the level of vaccination will take place that, qu- quite frankly, is unlikely to take place, and. In terms of their, the requirements for the IEC, they have to they have to present an election that has three elements. It's got to be free and fair, and those three elements are the, giving people a fair opportunity to vote, um, giving the parties the ability to compete on equal terms in terms of campaigning, and uh, they must do so in a manner that is responsible to ensuring that life is not is not affected. The problem with this is that the the one thing the Constitution is absolute on is the holding of elections, and the Constitution says elections, the period of office for a municipality, a provincial legislature, or the national legislature is five years. When that term ends, the the elections for for new councillors or members of parliament, whatever it may be, must take place within 90 days. It does not provide for, but in the case of or exceptions to, it has to be held within 90 days. It's an absolute constitutional requirement. And what the what the IC is going to try and do is persuade the constitutional court to contravene the constitution. So whatever merits there, merits or otherwise there may be to postponing the election, it would postponement will create. A level of constitutional crisis. There's no doubt about it. Um, the the IC in its papers to the Constitutional Court reassures us that it is it will be ready to run that election on the twenty seventh of October. Um, what I the takeaway, the sort of unspoken takeaway I'm getting from it more than anything is that the unfairness would it be that parties can't have rallies, is the one thing, and the. I, my response to that is, well, rallies don't actually – no one goes to rallies to have their minds mm-hmm. changed. They, rallies are there to show support for the party holding the rally. The other thing is that – so I'm not sure that rallies are the key issue to campaigning anyway. And let's be honest, it would save costs and it would force the parties to be much more creative. And the DA says, you know, there's, there are plenty of other things that could be done. The, 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 as I say, the sort of subtext is that – the the main party, the ANC, is not is either not ready for the election in that it hasn't um, prepared enough for it, or it, it, it's um, scared that not all its voters will be registered in time. And the other possibility is, of course, that uh, the polls are not in its favour at the moment. I mean, it has a lot of uh, negative occurrences, shall we say, um, to hope that the electorate will forgive them for by the end of February.
0: So that's well, that in the
1: or the ANC, uh, they mm. appeared before the Morseneki Commission,
0: which was the commission that looked at uh, the feasibility of postponing the elections or whether they should be held. Mm. And the ANC said just a few months ago they want the elections to go ahead on 27th October. Mm. And now they're pushing for uh, postponing to February. And recently, Jesse Duarte, the party's Deputy Secretary General, said it should be postponed to April next year. Mm. So <laughs> there's something rotten in the state
1: of Denmark. Absolutely. Well, let's put it this way. First of all, it's not for the uh, for the ANC to make suggestions about dates, um, and and secondly, I I, th- I I think it's I think it probably was the last example that as between the people's response to the way they've handled COVID, the I was going to say the insurrection, but it re- the unrest that occurred in uh, in in July um, have really been bad for the ANC above all. Absolutely. And so I, I think it's not really – there's another element, and, and this is probably as much at what's at stake. Is there hasn't the, the ANC has not got its candidates for the election sorted out. And part of the reason it hasn't is because the process it uses is so convoluted and so prone to corruption and violence that it would take way longer, even now, then the ANC would have so the only part, the party that would be most affected by an election on twenty seventh of October is the ANC. arguably the fault is their own, but mm. we we'll, we'll, we'll see but as i say the the, the the real problem is because if you have the Constitutional Court saying for those reasons we are going to go against the constitution, first of all, you have a what a small group of people who are dictating. What happens to the constitution and the only w- way the constitution can actually change uh, is through a vote in parliament mm. so first of all you you then cede power to this this group of people and of course in a country that it is whose democracy is as fragile as ours is the um, postponing elections um could be tempting if they say well you know COVID is, a, is, is the major crisis for this postponement. What may be a crisis for another postponement? That's probably the reason why the court is so unambiguous about when elections should be hold, held, is to prevent that sort of growth of unalloyed power that, 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 that could be completely and utterly illegitimate and, and therefore to, to essentially just destroy the, the democratic fabric of, of the society.
0: So if you're a betting person what do you think the odds are that the constitutional court will say that the election was go was going ahead on the 27th of October
1: It's actually very difficult to determine I think they've they the, the court would, doesn't have the most exemplary record but it's fairly it's it, it's been fairly robust in upholding the um, the constitution as it's as it sees it. The question is, will it see it somewhat differently to the rest of us? Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's difficult, you know. We we I think we all rather um we, we assume, let's put it this way, that there's going to be undue political pressure. And the question is whether the court can withstand that pressure. Theoretically, it should be able to withstand every all pressures, but The information that's come out of the last set of interviews for the positions on the constitutional court show a court that is not um, is not screening people properly. Is there? There's interference. There's processes that should be taking place that are not being not taking place. So, in that respect, the court recently has uh, uh, the Judicial Services Commission has has uh, sullied its own. Reputation and hasn't got into a position to rectify that. And what can people do?
0: What will we be doing to make sure that uh, the democratic rights of South Africans aren't trampled on?
1: Right. Well, we've been we've been running a campaign against the postponement, and all the information about the campaign can be found on the IRR website, irr.org.za. The other thing is that we, we're getting a little more hands-on on this occasion. We are applying to be admitted as an amicus to the court. Now, the amicus's role is not to be a party, either an applicant or a respondent, but to put forward issues that the court should regard in relation to the matters in dispute as to why from our point of view, postponement should not occur, why it would be problematic um, from a constitutional point of view. And that actually matters more than, in the long run, it it does matter more than the health situation, which to a large extent can be managed. We've been doing it for the past 18 years. Sorry,
0: 18 years, 18 months. But uh, we've also held by-elections during COVID that went went ahead. And I mean, many other countries have uh, held elections while they have COVID circulating in their their country. So Mm -hmm. it's definitely something that can be done. And I mean, there's lots of innovative ways we can do this. We can stagger the elections. We can, uh, you know, uh, make sure that uh, we can extend voting hours so people have uh, longer, more and more opportunity to go vote so we can protect voters and uh, the election officials. But yeah, I think it's something that we have to uh, definitely apply minds to and anybody who's concerned about South African democracy and cares about it, I think this is definitely a fight to get involved in because, as the, the point stands, if, if an election can be postponed for COVID, then there's many other things it can be postponed for. And it's not, yeah. And as you say, our election is still, uh, it's, it's a, well, our democracy is young democracy, and it's quite fragile at the moment. So this is definitely not something uh, we should be looking at. And do you have any any final thoughts on this matter, sorry?
1: No, it just strikes me from a, it strikes me from a, uh, it's, it's Health point of view, that the most populous pro- uh, provinces are the ones that whose peaks of COVID are are going down soonest, and the areas where they will end later are the are the rural provinces where you probably don't have the um, contact constraints that that would face that I see which says it can deal with them would have mm. to face. Mm.
0: Well, thanks a lot, Sarah. So, uh, I think anybody listening or watching should uh, definitely get involved in this fight. It's a very important one. Uh, it's not something we should uh, take lying down. Uh, but that was uh, taking the stand for uh, fan. And if you like what you just seen, go uh, like us on various social media platforms, share, uh, share our videos with your friends, and so on. And yeah, until next time.